some girl was singing Lizzo without the TV screen karaoke thing. <laughs> That's exactly what she sounds like. How did I you know? I could sample that. Put it in one of your songs. Yes, honey. Ten dollars. Welcome to Podcast Divine. I'm Kenny Divine. I'm Andy Divine. I'm Diva. And I'm Armani. Yes, we have a special guest with us today. First of all, this is the first time that we've all three of the OG Divines have been in the same room doing a podcast together. But we have Armani Reese with us, a fine individual and the recipient of the first infamous, unlistenable interview podcast that we did. That is still not released and will stay in the archive until we create a Patreon. Why will that not be released? Well, I was not here for this interview. You were not here for the interview. He came over one night and we were like, let's let's throw him in the deep end. Without we'd already done a, we already recorded a, a yeah. podcast. Yeah, we'd already done yeah. one. And uh, we decided, let's throw an interview on here and see what happens. This was about three quarters to two thirds of the way through a bottle of sherry. So we were... <laughs> Mildly saucy, as it were. Slurring. We were, it was quite slurry. As I was editing, it was just too painful for me to even edit. So I, uh, I decided to axe that. Okay. No sherry today. No sherry today. That's Maybe a lie. A we're literally we're just drinking now drinking sherry. sherry so yeah, it's, <laughs> well, it's, it's a little bit. It's, it's a sherry cocktail. It's, it's a sherry not, cocktail. It's not just sherry. Exactly, exactly. That uh, the kind Lady Divine made for us. It's so. true. Ah, uh, the beautiful and talented, fabulous cocktail queen. Curry-making queen. Ah. Uh. Wait, is it curry? It's... Quorma. It's not Quorma. shawarma. That's, <laughs> that's a whole conversation. I told Armani it was shawarma. I believe, I believe, I believe that korma will always come around. It's true. Karma, korma. Karma, korma. Uh, okay. Delete. Delete. Come and go. Anyway. Ah, you know what? That brings us around to our first topic today, because he's one of my people. Really? Yes. Okay. So... Today we're going to talk about uh, some a couple subjects, but someone that you have never listened to before, who you wish you would spend some time and devote time to them as an artist to like get to know them better. And he is one of mine. Now that I said that, I forgot who it is. Boy George, Boy George yes. <laughs> but yeah, he's yeah, on you my really list. wanted to get into well, him. Well, okay, you? I've tried a couple times, but Blondie, Bob Dylan, uh, Garth Brooks. But his discography is nowhere to be found, unfortunately. Andy Devine. Who, who is that artist for you? Uh, that I'd like to get into, uh, but I haven't really listened to much. Um, Black Sabbath. Hey, Black that's Sabbath. Great one. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, actually, from you singing karaoke. Um, and also, I, I never really, I, I knew uh, a couple of their songs, you know, uh, Crazy Train. Um, Technically, that is Ozzy Osbourne. Well, yeah. Um, okay, we, we, we'll throw Ozzy in there as well. Ozzy and his bands. Mm-hmm. Um, his therapy's so upset that you say his band, but continue. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I wish I probably should have got into that um, a, little, a, little, a little earlier than what I have, but you kind of kick-started that, and now I, I, I find myself... Um, anytime I, there's like Black Sabbath or Aussie on, on the TV or on the radio or just on the playlist, I, I really enjoy listening to it now, whereas I never used to. They're on my list too, I think. They're, I've listened to the first couple albums. I've listened to more of Ozzy's stuff, but um, their sound is really great. They kind of spearheaded. It's his voice. It's kind of, you know, I don't think, I don't think people really appreciate how different uh, and amazing his voice is. Even as he's got older, he's maintained a really good level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and in fact, I think I think now, um, where, with, without I don't know if he still does the drugs, but let's just say he doesn't. Um, I think I think I think he's just I think he's better now than he ever ever was. Especially when I've gone on YouTube and watched uh, live versions of him. Have you seen him lately? No, Grandpa. Indeed. <laughs> Well, he is old. He is indeed. I mean, old old British rockers don't die, do they? They don't. Or they die very, very late. Very late. I mean, look at Keith Richards. Yeah, he should be dead, but he's still alive. Literally. The only person to survive everything. And was in parts of the Caribbean. Yep, true. Multiple times. As uh, Jack Sparrow's dad. Mm -hmm. What? Yeah. Keith Richards. Yeah. From the Rolling Stones. Was in parts of the Caribbean. Huh. Did you know that? No. Surprise. I stopped after the first Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Wow. You didn't watch this? Okay, the second and the third one. They're I like the third one. I liked the third one as a kid. I guess now if I had to watch them, it would literally just be the first one. Yeah. Um, anyway, Armani. Um, who is that artist for you? First person that came to mind was James Taylor. Really? Yeah. I'm intrigued by um, that. Kind of on that same thread of Bob Dylan... Uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yes. Um, He's on my list, too. I've tried so many times with Bruce Springsteen. The tone is hard. My my father introduced me to Bruce Springsteen when I was a very young boy when he used to come home from the pub. Are you a fan? Not particularly. No. (laughs) And and that's probably because of my dad. Okay. Yeah. I love... I know a couple songs, and I love... uh, Maybe it's Born to Run. I'm not sure if I love that song. Dancing Born in the Dark. Dancing in the Dark. I love yeah. that one. Born in USA. No, I don't. I could Philadelphia. Not <clears throat> I'm on fire. <laughs> I can reel them off, baby. <laughs> Wait, Philadelphia. I like that one. Uh-huh. Like I said, I've tried. Bruce Springsteen. Okay. Yeah. James Taylor's on my list, too. My list is endless. Um, hmm. Kendrick? Or, sorry. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Kenny? Who, who is this Kendrick business? Daddy? Daddy? Uh, I would have to say, just off the top of my head, um, I'm going to go a little off the beaten path and say Mark Bolin and or T-Rex. I would love to deep dive into some Mark <laughs> Bolin. Who? Mark Bolin, the guitar player and lead singer of T-Rex. 20th Century Boy? You see, I'm I don't not know sure many what of the songs. It, the main one you would probably notice is uh, "Get It On, Get it on Bang it. a Gong." Get it on, Bang a Gong. Get, get it, it on. It's a great song. Oh. He was around the same time as early Bowie and heavily influenced a lot of artists that came Long up during that time. Long curly flowing locks. Very sexual. Flowy curly locks. Mm. That sounds familiar. He was he was at the forefront of the glam rock movement back in the 70s, and I would love to explore his discography a little bit more. On the opposite end of that, I would also like to explore Nine Inch Nails a bit more because as, I mean, honestly, 
the newer stuff, I've listened to that, but not a lot of the older stuff, like Pretty Hate Machine, I haven't really listened through all the way. Wow. I know. I know. As an electronic music connoisseur, I feel like I should. I am currently diving into Nine Inch Nails. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty Hate Machine is great. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I, he did that all himself. Um, I think maybe. So. I don't know about all of it, you know, who knows, but that's, that's what, what God heard. made Google and Wikipedia for. Yes. Well, Wikipedia, <laughs> uh, but, but what was it with teeth or within teeth or, or whatever the 2005 album is a couple albums in, you should dive in all of his synths that he uses are very cool. He loves distortion times 10, but it's definitely worth your time. And I would also go a little bit old school electronic and say Cabaret Voltaire. And uh, what was that other band called? Throbbing Gristle. They were. <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird. I know, uh, you but they have were all these obscure bands. They were early, early '80s, late '70s, kind of in the Sheffield area of England. Do you know, um, staying on the electronic uh, vibe, um, we didn't we didn't get enough of KLF. I 100% agree with that. We did not get enough of KLF. I wish I wish they did a, a bigger disog- discography or discography, how you say it here. Um, but I think they had uh, maybe six six songs off the top of my head. Um, and then kind of that was it. Yeah. I mean, those six songs were, to me, amazing. But we never really got enough of KLF. What's the British version of the Grammys? Is it the Brits? Yeah, the Brits, yeah. Yeah, apparently they... Uh, well, I actually have the book. I downloaded the book from the KLF about how to win a Brit award. It's mm-hmm. like... It was, oh, yeah, it was awesome. There's a, there's a whole uh, documentary on the, the KLF. Dude, they're fascinating. Yeah. Is that the one that they had the uh, the machine guns yeah. on, on the live performance yeah. of that? Yeah, that's awesome. KLF, question mark? Yeah. Explain the KLF to him. Andy. So the KLF were a... a, a a, a combination of different electronic artists coming together to produce a sound unlike any other sound. Um, but no one knew who they were. No one knew who they really were. So it was just a group of anonymous uh, electronic guys that just made these amazing songs. And no one, I mean, I don't know, I still don't know to this day who they are. I don't even know what the KLF stands for. Okay. So um, they're we an can, enigma. We can we can we can we can try oh, and look it up. Maybe it's out on the internet enigma. now. But uh, yeah, Everything the KLF mystery Gaga. mystery band that didn't do enough, but the stuff that did do was amazing. Didn't they set a million pounds on fire, or something like that? As yeah, well? it did some kind of stunt yeah, with money. Yeah, but it, I think might might have been a million. Yeah, I think it was from one of their sale, record sales. Yeah, I think they yeah. literally set a million pounds on because fire. Because they're saying that the the music that they made was so easy, like they made it in their backyard, like and like with just obscure instruments, and uh, that's it, that's the KLF. And, um, moo moo. They're recent? <laughs> no, no, 90s. Oh, see, okay, Spotify has all these albums in 2021. Mm-hmm. They might have re-released them. It's yeah. one of those situations. Okay. Have a deep dive into the KLF. I it's could fun. do that. They're awesome. They're really, 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 really cool. I yeah. love. The, I love their sound. They have a specific sound that still to this day, I've not heard anyone try and copy that sound. Yeah. You had that version of Doctor Who, right? I do. <laughs> it's just it's, Doctor it's in the TARDIS. Literally, they mishmashed um, some 1970s songs and made a dance track out of it, and it got to number one. And that's why they burnt the money. Uh, like, uh, like they got a million 
pounds for something for one of their songs. They just burnt it, and it was on TV. They burnt the money because they just like thought it was hilarious that they're getting so you know everyone loved them and they're getting so many number ones when they just made it in like ten minutes. One last one that I would love to dive into at some point because I haven't dove enough. Is that the correct terminology? Dove. Okay. Dived. Dived. Divin. I have not divin. I have not divin into <laughs> is uh, the sure. prodigy, actually. Oh, my God. Yes, stop. we did it. No. It's no. true. It's true. <laughs> well, no, that's that's just music for the jilted generation. It's true. The what generation? Jilted. The jilted generation. That's a prodigy album. Music for the Jewel Generation. I've never listened to The Prodigy. That's unlucky for you. That is quite unlucky for you. How unfortunate. I, okay, if we're not talking about The Prodigy every we, podcast. Yes, we are. As a matter of fact, <laughs> we are. we so are. They covered um, it at some point. Okay. But that was a legit thing. I, I do want to deep dive a little bit more into their discography because I've, I've got... I've, Listened through their newest album. It's fantastic. But then I started listening to some of the tracks that Andy mentioned in one of our earlier podcasts. <laughs> and I was like, this is fantastic. So I need to deep dive a little bit more on them as well. Yeah, Liam Howlett is a genius. Truly. Fantastic DJ as well. So for this next section, this is going to be a controversial one. And I'm very excited about it. Dun, dun, dun. Special thanks to James Bird for the idea. One of our first OG podcast listeners in all of this. He's a kind boy, and we love him. So, Thank you. You're fab. Fabulous. We love you. So the question was, if you could delete a band's entire discography, which band would it be? Or artist. Wait, who are you asking? This is an open question to everyone. Okay. But we're going to start with Armani. Okay. All right. Uh, maybe controversial, uh, but The weekend. Really? <laughs> yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yes. You know what? Have you been blinded by the that. light one one too many times? Blinded by the light? Oh, uh, yeah. that plays. Okay, so Armani and I work at Bottega Restaurant here in Birmingham, Alabama, and "Blinding Lights" is that that's the correct title of the song? I, I don't plays know. Uh, <laughs> seven thousand times a day. It, whatever it is, is awful. Um, Starboy. What a, I, yes, I, I don't get it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like you know when he came out, his appeal was that like he was trying to bring Michael Jackson vibes, yes, to things, and it just it it doesn't work out. And yeah. I'm just not a not a fan. So if there was one person that I can erase their entire discography. Be the weekend. So Sorry, Abel. I did not. I did not expect that from you. Sorry, Abel. That's not where I thought you were going to go first. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, Andy, who's yours? <sighs> Again, probably another controversial one. You too. Wow. Okay. Um, you too. What about with or without? I mean, I, I don't know a ton about you too, but with or without you is a beautiful song. Um, I've listened to their first album, which I think is great. The Unforgettable Fire. It's a fantastic album. Does absolutely nothing for me. Oh my god! They never have. I've never. I've never understood the um, the craze of U two, especially you know nineties. Oh, actually, they've been around since the eighties, haven't they? Yeah. So early eighties. Um, I've just never really listened to a song from theirs and been like, "Wow, I understand why you thousands upon thousands, hundred thousands of people like going to their concerts and enjoying it. And and, and I refer back to um, something we spoke about um, when I went to try and see Muse in Atlanta. 
and um, it was the Muse were. It was at the Georgia Dome, and Muse were the support band for um, U2. Which I mean, I found that quite bizarre because even Muse back then were were uh, quite quite well known. I guess it's because they were trying to break into America, and we 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 missed. We missed Muse because the time difference. We completely forgot that there were an hour. It was an hour time difference. So we turned up, me and my best friend, and some other friends, and we were waiting to to see Muse because the the ticket guy was like, "Oh no, no one's paid yet." Oh great, we made it. And um, U two came up, and we all just looked at and went, "Well, we're not here to see U two." Like, so you're just upset? No, 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 no. We we left. We left after about twenty minutes. We left, like, literally, we were just like, this is crap. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is crap. Well, millions of people, I feel like, will disagree with you. And that's okay. They can. To be fair, I've listened. I love the first album, and then anything after that I kind of didn't get. Yeah, I mean, when they put you, uh, when they put the album on the I, I, iPhone, that was pretty... Oh, yeah. Uh, that was pretty... Uh, <laughs> Those were dark days. I mean, that was, that was bad, you know. And, and it was, I mean, it was you too, which made it even worse, but... Um, I just don't have that. I don't get why they are so popular and why they have done so well. I mean, I mean, there's plenty of other bands that I can definitely say that to as well. But U2 is is probably the number one I can think of right now. I'm just like, I don't get it. I really don't like what they produce. I like Ver- Vertigo was okay. Do you remember that song, Vertigo? Mm. Hello, hello. I'm at a place called Vertigo. No, nah, that that one was kind of a, a commercial. It was on a commercial. It was on the so. iPod commercial. Yeah, and it was one of the first songs that Kenny Devine and the B sides ever covered. Right at their one and only show. But back after in a minute, after a minute, it was just like it doesn't make sense. That song doesn't make much sense. So, um, yeah, you two. I just wish they probably weren't around because I don't see much point in them. <laughs> oh my I understand God. that. Not okay. dead. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to die, but I just wish they didn't play music. There is one person in the room who was not upset that you two got put on their phone without their permission, and that would be Lady Divine, who is <laughs> cooking dinner right She's now. She's going to spit in my food. <laughs> she was thrilled, but I don't know if anyone else was. Again. <laughs> um, I would have to say, I know that everyone who is listening to this podcast, whether it be one or 7,000 people. Um, one. Everyone's thinking about Nickelback, and that's like the first response everyone thinks of, so I won't bring that up. Sure. But I would say confidently, Sam Smith, please go away. Ouch. Never let yeah. me listen to your voice again. Yeah, I, I, I am I'm not a fan know, of his voice. I mean, sure, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but... Lovely guy. You're the one who fell in love with the straight guy. <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? I don't need to hear you cry about it for two albums. Ouch. He's also <laughs> kind of a bitch. Let's be honest here. Okay, He's well, a we, whiny bitch. We don't know him. They. We don't know them. We don't know them. Uh, it's okay. Thank you. Maybe we, maybe he is not personally a whiny bitch, but or they are not a, a whiny bitch, but perhaps the two albums are whiny and bitchy. How about that? I don't know them personally, but I would agree that whiny and bitchy really do cover every single song. And it's all slow, and it's all just like, wah. Armani, you look like you have something to say. I will say that triggered. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> I will say I enjoyed the first two albums, but anything after that, that... Does he have more than two albums? Yes. 
anything after that, what? I I did not enjoy. Um, by Sam's. We have a cat that completely disagrees with you, by the Juno's way. Juno's very upset. I mean, she was not amused by that. That's fine. Juno can disagree Welcome with Welcome, Juno Wallace, to the podcast. I do Juno I Dubai. do find myself coming back to certain songs from the first two albums. Well, I think that the... <laughs> I know. <laughs> Sam Smith is very divisive. You are a moody person. I am. I am. And I think that he... They are... I think that they are uh, they resonate meant with me <laughs> for moody, cloudy, sad. Wow! I just don't like Ouch. his voice. I don't either. I think it's it's really, really it grinds obnoxious. my gears. It grinds Nasal. my gears, and I am not I am not a fan of his voice whatsoever. Especially when he goes high. Yeah, it just does not sound like he should be going high. Like you know, that's not your range, pal. Stick to the mediocre voice. But that, right. but, but he's that, still crap anyway. But that Disclosure song that he was on, I love that song. Okay, that's a great Which song. Which one? Latch? Yes. Omen? Okay. I love Latch. A great song is a great song. Did he write it? I don't know. But, he was on it. Uh, that is a great song. I love and Latch. He, he doesn't do a bad job on that. I could mm-hmm. listen to that if I had to. The writing's on the wall, the James Bond song? I didn't. That was Juno. Not my, that was not my favorite <laughs> song but Juno is really pissed off like, about I don't know if you could hear saying. the cat right now on well, this Lady podcast Divine stepped outside so Juno cow. wants to go outside and that's how this works <laughs> so it's okay um, I'm gonna kick that cat Kenny don't we do not condone violence to animals <laughs> um, especially cats no Kenny cats, cats the ones you should kick I'm Here's gonna yours. go super controversial Oh, we've so, already been there. I mean, where are you going? I'm going straight up Billy Joel. I could live without wow. Billy Joel. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Screw Piano Man. Dude, if I okay. have to hear I, Okay, yes, Piano Man. It's overplayed, but that's it's overplayed for in karaoke. But there's, there's so much more. If there's there only, is. If, if I can go through and listen to Billy Joel songs on any playlist whatsoever... And it's not We Didn't Start the Fire, then I don't give a crap about it. Okay. I don't care. We Didn't Start the Fire is great. That's it's a, a good song, song, but I'm not going to pin an entire career on one song. Mm-hmm. Well, I. Okay. That's fine. You can have your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning to breathe through my anger. <laughs> I knew it would cause some controversy. So wow. I just I'm, don't I'm, prefer. I'm, I'm kind of I'm okay with what you said. I'm, I'm fine. You're not a Billy Joel fan either. Not particularly. I I mean, okay. I never listened to him growing up. I I always kind of put him and Elton John pitted them together. Um, Is any one winner in that one? Elton John wins most things. Yeah, <laughs> so um, true, sir. Elton John, thank you. Uh, but Lady Elton John. Lady. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I I recently have dived into Billy Joel and Dove. Did he like it? He <laughs> was wide open. Um, yeah. well, it, was. It, was a, it was a little hairy. Uh, I bet it was. It was fine. Stop using those words. He's just playing. <laughs> but hairy anyway, and uh, wide open. <laughs> He has some beautiful songs, is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Should have just said that. <laughs> it's fine, and I will respect that opinion as well, even though it's wrong. Uh, for reference purposes, James's band that he would re- one of his that he mentioned that he would re- erase off the face of the planet was Coldplay. Ooh. Okay. Same. Yes. Agreed. Same. Not, wow. No. No. No, uh, no arguments there. In fact, I would put Coldplay very close to you too. 
Really? No. Oh. Yep. I can't stand wow. music to kill yourself by, but Coldplay seemed to make money out of that. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Parachutes is such a good album, guys. I Yellow, Yellow is a great track. Okay, sure. I had this friend in college who would always play Coldplay um, all the time. Taylor Dunkel, actually. I don't know if she'll ever listen to this podcast. You but, should send it to her. Uh, she's a friend of mine in college, and. It was always Coldplay, and I just can't stand mm-hmm. them. I can't do I'm it. Not a great I, fan of the guy's voice. Again, I keep going to voices. I really, I find his his voice so dull and dross and boring, and I find myself going into dark places when I hear them. Okay, I, I think that's what they're trying to do. I think God put them on this <laughs> earth to cull <laughs> to cull the you know people in this world to keep the population down. If the, you know, play Coldplay, population goes down. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, well, it's so sad and boring. I'll say that I I actually like the idea of someone who sings like that in the front of a popular band because it that's saying a lot for mediocrely talented vocalists that are guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you write a great song, which you know they have written great songs. I may not like those songs, but yeah, I just wish kind you of didn't sing them. Undeniable that they have resonated with a lot of people, but I hate. Hate Coldplay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't care how many times they sing it. They ain't gonna fix me. <laughs> we sing Viva La Vida. La, no, Loco La Vida. Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida. Viva La Vida. Uh, in my acapella group in college, and oh. I had this really like nah, 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 little like stupid the staccato. That yeah. was my. Or was it a din? I don't know. College acapella people, do, but do, do. I had the same part, copy and pasted through the whole song. So that did not do anything to help them for me either. Armani, how do you feel about all of this? Um, again, me being a moody, emotional bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I you love, love... You love them, don't you? First uh, step is realization. I mean, there are times where I'm like, oh yeah, Coldplay exists. Let me check out this new album. Um, I have not checked out the most recent album. but, um, But yeah, I do... I do enjoy Coldplay from time to time when I get in those emotional states, which is fine. Those emotional states. And how often are those emotional states? That's (laughs) irrelevant. You be as moody as you want to, baby. Let me add add one more band to this list. Please do. Let's keep going. We could. Um, Anything after songs about Jane... Maroon 5. Okay, yes. even songs about Jane. I do love She Will Be Loved, but I will gladly never listen to it again to not have Maroon 5 put in my face but sometimes anymore. sometimes it, it gets very harder m- to breathe, you know? It's, no. It's very much... It's very... Um, I feel as though the music is not... Like, every, every... Like, the composition is not very different in any song. It's very, very similar. All their songs are very, very similar. Well, they're all following that pattern of right. just trying to be a hit song and right. trying to be catchy. And it has kind of, for me, it has gone past musical creativity and it's just a formula. And it's a yeah. very, yeah. it's right in your face that it is a formula and nothing else. Sure. So They're trying to get them number ones. Yeah. Right. And, and also the word the is you, not mm-hmm. yo. Um, and keep your shirt on. You're not that cute. Wow. 
Good God. Okay, this is, this is going really well. <laughs> I'm very happy with it. Uh, to name a couple more of James's just for funsies in this scenario, um, Bass Nectar was one that he would erase completely. Yeah, as terms electronic music goes, I'm not a big fan of Bass Nectar. And I'm a massive EDM kind of guy. They don't, uh, they don't, they don't do much for me. Yeah. And, but they but they always do very well here in Birmingham. So know. what's so what is it that doesn't do it for you? Is it just <laughs> is it too much eight oh eight sub bass or is it which well, happy eight oh eight? It's, it's, it's kind of like a little bit way. like um, I mean it's like Skrillex, isn't it? Yeah. You, you either love Skrillex or you hate Skrillex. I am I am not a fan of Skrillex, though I have a couple of songs that I don't mind of his. I just don't like that dubstep nonsense. It's the wub 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 wub. Yeah, wub. it's. It's not electronic dance music to me. It's a load of fucking noise that, um, you know, to me, there's if EDM is all about melody and taking you to places, you know, higher than yourself. That's why I loved, um, you know, Ibiza. When we used to go to Ibiza, um, you know, you'd go to nightclubs and they would play a club song and, you know, that you could, you could just picture yourself with your hands up in the air and it, t- and it taking you to another place. Um, and dub. Dubstep is just a load of bass and noise. It sounds like someone's just banging on pots and pans. And um, yeah, no. I understand. I understand. It's not, It's to, to me, it's not proper electronic music. It's just, they should just call it a load of old crap, to be honest. But there we go. <laughs> we should call it MacBook. <laughs> MacBook. Well, basically, that's what he's using, isn't it? It is. It is. And the last one from James, um, just because it needs to be said, and I want to see some reactions on this one. Uh, Sadly, audience, you cannot see this reaction, but we're going to do it anyway. James would erase Taylor Swift. (laughs) F*** off, James. (laughs) Definitely beeping that one. Wow, James. I have not met you yet, but we're going to have a conversation about this. Don't cross this path. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so so I guess at this point, the, the question is, why are you so triggered by this, Ryan? Would because you like to Because she is a beautiful, talented, mm. lovely mm. human being. Mm. I don't know her, but she writes a damn good saga. That is so rude. You've I'm got two out of four right there. You got two out of four right. Hush. I don't find her remotely attractive. I um, well, she's very cute. Um, mm, not really. It's really for me it, with Taylor Swift. It's all about the songwriting. That girl. Okay, I'll give you. That's, that's one of the ones I'll give you for sure. Nobody paints a picture like she does, and I know that people don't love her voice. I I don't listen to her for that, but I really find her to be a really great artist. Her voice, isn't that, so her voice isn't that bad. It's okay. No, and it's gotten better. Yeah. Uh, Truly, especially since the transition to pop, it's definitely strengthened and changed. And I'll also give you that she's a very nice person because she is. She's good to her fans. Mm -hmm. Great to her fans. She's great to her fans. She's probably the best with her fans. You know, I don't. mm. I was was talking about more like her morals and things. She's she seems like a very down to earth, kind person. Yeah, I uh, I would love to have this conversation with you, James, sometime when I've cooled down. I love it. Because I just need to know why. I understand. That's a beautiful thing. (laughs) So in our final segment today, we're going to talk about what's going on in the life of Divine Entertainment as a company. We have added a new social media expert, general music auteur, and director of directions is your official title. (laughs) 
that tell people what to do. It's true. It's true. Diva Divine has joined officially Divine Entertainment and is going to be helping us with social media. He won't be doing English accents every time. Though. He will not be doing British accents. I didn't do English. one. I think I did one a little bit on this one, but I'm trying really hard. He's really trying hard, and we're proud of him for that. He's making great strides with that. But he is going to be helping out with the podcast, with ideation, as well as editing and things of that nature as well, promotion, etc., including production outside of the podcast. So if you need things recorded, we will eventually be setting it up to where he will be able to record you. A lot of exciting things are Plenty. in the works for Divine Entertainment. So... Keep listening, and we'll keep you updated. Absolutely. We, have, uh, we are also expanding on the karaoke side of things with Divine Karaoke. Andy is spearheading that officially, and uh, we're hiring on some new karaoke DJs. We're getting some new venues, and it's just been a wild, crazy ride the last few weeks, and uh, we're very happy and very blessed to be experiencing it all together, and it's going to be great. You will. Shall indeed. Uh, in the upcoming weeks, we will be having a few of our uh, karaoke DJs on the podcast as well. It's going to be great. Jonathan and Jake are going to join us. Uh, we're going to hopefully expand to the point where we're getting some, uh, some bar owners, some restaurant owners, uh, various people from the Birmingham music scene in town. Uh, we have big plans for this, so we appreciate you listening to us in these early nascent stages and uh, hopefully stick around for some of the later and more awesome things that will be down the pipeline. And special thanks to Armani Reese for joining us on this podcast as a beautiful man that he is. Thank you for having me. Anytime, sir. You are always welcome at Podcast Divine. And remember, kids, hug your mama, wash your hands, and, and don't, don't be, be a dick. dick. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs>